Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. Hey, how you doing? I give a shit. I give a shit about you. You know, you know what I was thinking on my way over here today? This is what I was thinking. I was thinking about how surreal the whole uh, management of this uh, country is and how it seems the shenanigans that are going on right now are so wacky and crazy. And it's one of those things that don't um, like affect you in your day to day. Like it's not like you go to the store and things look different or something prices are changing rapidly or there's planes flying overhead. And um, it's, I'm just saying that I'm really, I'm having a hard time integrating what's actually happening there uh in into like reality it feels like i'm in i'm like watching a movie i can't discern it from entertainment anymore but it's it is also at the same time really serious and you know how like when like there's something really tragic or horrible or or just very important going on they usually have like footage of it it's usually an event and this is not like that so if it's disorienting to you i mean i'm just telling you that i'm disoriented okay so i just want to let you know maybe you're a little disoriented so uh anyway but thanks for listening to radio free brooklyn and uh we have a i'm very excited about my guest today his name is ike and i can't pronounce the rest so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna even try and um He's a really, 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 really interesting guy who's doing uh, his his career is going very well in comedy, even though like comedy is a anyway, you know what? Let me just uh, get to some. Let me just tell you a couple more things and then we'll get we'll we'll go and we will be talking to him because I can look at him right now and see him. He's right here waiting. He just saluted me. Say hi, Ike, so they know I'm not bullshitting. Uh, hello, it's me, and uh, no bullshitting has occurred in the past <laughs> uh, second or two. There, there you go. I was. This is not fake news. So you know what? Ben Lewis is doing this really great show on uh, at Pine Box Live on Monday, and um, his show is really popular on the network. If you haven't heard it, it's called Ben Talks Live, and it's at Pine Box and. At nine o'clock, it's a free show at Twelve Grattan Street. It's uh, Morgan Tr- L train to the Morgan stop, and uh, we're all going to be there. And it's going to be uh, re- really, really great. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a secret. Ben wouldn't like this, but it's it's his first live show in front of an audience, and he's super popular here. And I think it's going to be like a real major event, a real like landmark for him and all of us. So you should be there. Uh, I'm just going to tell you really quickly about um, Ike, who's here today. And he, here's the thing: this is I'm going to just tell you right now. This is what I'm really nervous about, folks. Is that I'm the most neurotic, tightly wound Jew lady. Uh, or there, it's a big competition, but I'm really up there. I don't know if I'm the most what, tightly wound, but it's it's you know it's it's in my it's in my Jew blood. And I'm sitting here with um, one of the calmest, uh, slow, slow, thoughtful talking people that 
relaxed people you would want to uh, encounter. And I'm really afraid that I'm going to talk over him. And that's what I'm really afraid of. So I'm going to leave. This is my learning for today, folks. Stick with me on this, is that I am going to leave space for Ike to talk. That is what I'm going to work on. But he's a super interesting guy. He's um, got a really unique style. And uh, he's really interested in Buddhism, which I found really fascinating from doing the research today. Hi, Ike. Can you explain? Can you give us a few sentences? Tell us about your... Tell us the broad strokes of who you are. Yes, uh, the broad strokes of who I am. Um, so yeah, my I, I I go by Ike. My uh, full name is full first name is Ikechuku, last name Ufomadu. Um I grew up in Texas. Parents moved to Texas from Nigeria, and I've been in New York since two thousand four. Um, and I am still in New York today in 2018. That's right. Oh, and I forgot, you know what I forgot? I forgot to tell them all this others, tell them this stuff. Like he is like really major, like he's, he, this is like a, he's one of the five comedians to watch in the 2018 timeout New York. Um, he, he, um, studied drama at NYU's. High School of the Arts, and he's regularly featured in all sorts of publications. I found his I found a show that was reviewed by Charles Isherwood in the New York Times from 2015. So, like, he's the real deal, folks. Okay. So, uh, um, okay, I'm just trying to get so his his two of his biggest influences are Andy Kaufman. And Mr. Rogers and Ike, I think I'm just going to play them because mm-hmm. here's the thing, Ike's con- it's hard to even con- consider a comedy. Mm. Um, it's it's a com- it's in a yep. genre of its own, folks. So this is what I'm going to do. Um, can't talk over. I can't talk over. Ike. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, play one of his uh, videos so that you can get at least a taste of what we mean and then you can, like, you know, go and look it up yourself. So here we go. Okay, let's do this. It's filled with, in the words of Hamlet, words, words, words. Hi, I'm Ike. And I invite you to join me on a journey through words. There'll be big words, some small words, and some right there in the middle. There'll be good words, bad words, and words of smaller size still. But through it all, you can trust me to be there with you, step by step, letter by letter, syllable by syllable. So come, let's take a dance with old lady English at the language ball. I've got two tickets, and there's one just for you, to words with Ike. And then um, tell us about the series Words yeah. with Ike. Yeah, so Words with Ike is a series of 13-minute-long uh, videos. After I went through a second round of chemotherapy... Sorry. Oh. But that's not good. <laughs> that was that's a, a downer. Sorry. That, is, that was a downer. <laughs> a, a downer of an advertisement. Sorry. Um, 
But yeah, Words with Ike uh, is a project I developed with a friend of mine, Graham Mason, who's a great uh, director and film person. Um, and yeah, we made them just about a year ago, August of 2017. Um, yeah, each each video features a word, and um, uh, there's a the word is presented and it is uh, discussed, and um, and that's essentially it. It is, uh, yeah, the title really captures the essence. It's words with Ike. It's very surreal, I, yeah. would, I would say. But um, I wish I could, you know, you guys have to like, you guys are going to have to like, you know, experience this stuff, okay? So do your homework, work with me on this. Uh, but um, so we, I, so... You were born here. Let's start from the beginning. Let's find out the background. So you were born in the be- you were born in the beginning. You were born, born in the here. Yes. You were born here. When did your pa- your parents came from from Nigeria? And when did they move here? I believe right around the time of my birth. Ah, did they move yes. here to have you? Um, you know, I actually have not asked the full story. Mm. Although I, yeah, I, I, it, it did kind of coincide. Um, so yeah, I, I just barely, um, am able to run for the office of president uh, ah. if I so <laughs> choose to in the future because, um, you were born here. I was born here. Of course. The buzzer. Actually, having legitimate birth certificates still can leave questions in some places. But why did your parents? What were your parents? Would how did your parents happen to come here? Did they have a job or? Yeah, so I believe my dad had a scholarship to mm-hmm. um, study engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came here to do that, and then worked uh, at a telecommunications company. Where did he study? Um, I don't know. In Texas? In Texas. That's where they moved. They moved. He had a scholarship to come to Texas, which is probably yeah. a big deal from Nigeria, no? I, I would say so. Smart guy? Uh, yeah, he's, what he he's, he's a quick guy. We're, we aren't terribly close. He he lives in Nigeria mm. now. Um, but from what I gather, uh, smart Pretty smart. Mm-hmm. And know. how about your mom? Uh, so my mom works in healthcare. She's a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, at various periods of time, she's worked in hospitals. She's visited patients at home. She's had her own healthcare or home health agency. Um, so does, yeah, in and does around. Does she live healthcare. in Nigeria also? I mean, are uh, they she, married? Are they still oh, together? Right. Yeah, they, they've they've since uh, they've since divorced. They are hmm. they're they're separated. How old were you when they got divorced? I mean, I as was, an adult. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was high school. Uh, oh, that's yeah, tough, right? Ninth grade. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, and did your dad go back to to Nigeria then, or like how, yeah. what happened? What happened? Yeah, yeah is that what happened? Yeah, he, uh, he went back to the old the old country. 
And um, do your brothers or sisters? Yeah, two brothers, two sisters. Wow, five. Yeah, five of us total. And where do you fit in? I am, um, yeah, you know, I usually want people to guess. I know, I was thinking, you know, it's weird, because there's part of me that thinks you could be the youngest, but then Mm -hmm. there's part of me that thinks that you could be the oldest, Mm -hmm. and then those two thoughts together made me think you were in the middle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's such a... I don't know, a very uh, <laughs> diplomatic answer or something. No, uh, no, or, it's it's just what went through my head. Oh, okay, okay, well, that's very good. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm the oldest of the bunch. Ah. yes, yes, mm-hmm. the first. And are um are they all in America now? Or yeah, yeah, every yeah. All, all of us grew up uh, in Texas, mm-hmm. uh, so we are um yeah fully acclimated. So. Um, so you were 10. You were the oldest when your dad moved to Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. So what was... I'm still the oldest. <laughs> so what was that What was that like? Yeah, it was a very interesting... Um, yeah, interesting is uh, uh, <laughs> not the right word. Um, but it, it's a kind of a catch-all. Um, but it was... Uh, yeah, it's just one of those life experiences that um yeah uh provokes a lot of thoughts and feelings and uh i guess a generous assessment is that it makes life richer experiencing that's things there's a pause that's that's positive yeah. That's very positive. I like that because I need that. I yep. need to hear positive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it must have been, um, were you guys surprised? Was it like out of the blue? Did your parents seem like they were getting along? Or It um, it wasn't quite a surprise. Um, yeah, it wasn't quite a surprise. I'd say it wasn't quite a surprise Mm -hmm. yeah so did your and your dad left i mean was that so that sounds really really difficult i'm just gonna say that yeah was that difficult yeah i would say it was difficult um yeah it was difficult a um a character forging time I, I imagine. And yeah. you were the oldest. Yeah. How yeah. how much younger is the second one down? Uh just two years younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that boy or girl? Girl. So yeah. how how was that? Did that change your role? Like did did you take on the like you know, the yeah. man of the house to some degree? You know, I started listening to NPR more and um <laughs> Is that a joke? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's the actual. I mean, it actually joke. happened, but it is also humorous that that's what really? I really. That's yeah. how you handled it. Uh, yeah. Well, I think. Uh, I mean, it was kind of a conflict, or just many different things happening. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe that happened, and then uh, also uh, September 11th happened around the same time. It just seemed like a good time to take up listening to NPR. Interesting. Yeah. So did you really, like, are you serious about that? Did you really, like, go, like, get lost in NPR? 
Um, I mean, let's see. Yeah, I mean, it, it did happen. I, I there was there was a pre there was a pre NPR part of my life, or rather, uh, at least by choice. I don't know. So, like, other kids are, like, watching, you know, whatever, Letterman or something. I don't mm-hmm. even know because I'm so old what they would be doing. But, um, but so, like, you're that's so weird. That is really weird for a 10-year-old to get, like, really into NPR, no? Yeah. Well, I was, I was, I was, I was older than 10. I was, uh, let's see, 15, 15, 16, 13. Pretty serious shit. 15. Yeah, I, I slept to the, uh, or if I couldn't get to sleep, uh, I would listen to the BBC World Service. Oh. Because that played overnight on NPR. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, the voices were very calming, but mm-hmm. then the subject matter was sometimes not calming whatsoever. So, <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting <laughs> contrast. Um but yeah, I still have memories of knowing what time it was in Greenwich Mean Time. Wow! As I drifted off to wow Dreamland. Did um did you, have you been to Nigeria then? Have you yeah have yeah. you gone to visit your dad? Yeah, I've been uh, or I went uh, when I was very young, around four or five, and mm-hmm. then uh, again in. Yeah, a few very quick trips back to back. So yeah, when I was four, and then in two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and then two thousand ten, mm-hmm. and then two thousand six to fifteen, sixteen, mm-hmm. sixteen. Is Each it, of those for like a week or two weeks. Oh, and yeah. you stay with your dad, I'm guessing. No, I mostly stay in my mom's village. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with visits over to the other side of the family. And what is that? What the fuck is that like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very... Wow. Yeah, it's a different environment. Um, yeah, it's it's just... Uh, is it like a real... Like, I was in a village in India where, mm-hmm. like... I mean, is it fairly... Um, let's... This sounds so like the worst word, but uh, we're just... For efficiency of time, uh, primitive is it primitive? Do people have? I can't imagine. Like, do people have what? What's it like as far as like, you know, electricity and all that stuff? Tell yeah, us about that. it's um. So it's pretty. I guess it. Yeah, it's uh, rural. Um, and yeah, I think the thing uh, as far as electricity goes. I mean, generally throughout Nigeria. Um, there's just no common, there's just no, there is an electric grid, but it's not very reliable. Right. So everyone, you just have your own generator. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And yeah, everyone just has, mm-hmm. it's yeah, each person for themselves. So, so like, what about, like, what, what, um, a village, is there like roads? Is it like, yeah. what's it like? Um, yeah, so village, um, yeah, there the, the, there were roads, not not paved. Um, usually, you're close to a town or city that has paved roads and more infrastructure. But um, yeah, villages just 
had a collection of uh, buildings and um, dwellings and animals. Like animals around? Is there like kids running around? Yeah, I mean, I've only really been there at major holidays, so Mm -hmm. I can't Mm -hmm. speak for Mm -hmm. maybe what happens day to day, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, certainly in December there are kids running around. So that must have been really surprising when you went, well, I guess you went as a little kid, but like when you went, did you go like after your dad moved back there? Not really. Um, yeah, they came. I'm not sure what instigated the, I guess, kind of most recent round of trips. But what was it like when you went back? Because the culture so different. Was it like, was it, how did you feel like when you saw how different the culture is? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot to take in. It's very, I think, there's a certain... Um, uh, yeah, I think everyone's experience of it is also, can also be pretty different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it felt like there is a, uh, kind of structure to it, a certain hierarchy, um, and yeah, and addressing people and who do you talk to when, who talks first, who mm. shakes whose hand, um, so yeah, it it was uh yeah, it definitely felt different. I know that's hardly saying anything. No, well, I'm just picturing that with going to visit my parents in Ambler, Pennsylvania and thinking mm-hmm. god. But what I'm sort of wondering about is like um what that felt like for you to go and see like your like this is your family and this mm-hmm. is where you're from and this could have been did you think like this could have been your life and what was yeah. that like? What was that feeling like? You know, that's what I'm wondering about. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It, yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of interesting because growing up, um, friends of the family who were my parents' age, everyone was addressed as an aunt or uncle or auntie mm-hmm. and uncle. Right. Um, so I don't even think I really knew what an aunt or uncle actually were until <laughs> middle school. Wow. That they were... Relative, related, blood yeah. relatives usually. Yeah, I just thought it blood. was yeah something that you just called people mm-hmm. who were the same age as your mm-hmm. parents. Um, so yeah, there, there was like a feeling of um, yeah, it, it was just it was cool to meet such a yeah so many people who were directly related to me, um, and to just see yeah family did, resemblances. Did you and, feel different when you came back? Like did you or like did that affect you? Did that affect you in a in a real like in a did that affect you? <laughs> hmm, yeah, I or, I think so. I mean, it's I I'm not sure if it's like an active mm-hmm. thing, but just the experience um yeah, I think that experience is there and it Cuz that's a fucking crazy frame of reference if you ask me. Yeah. So do you feel like like you're um so like when you got did you move here to go to NYU then? Yeah, I came here for the purposes of mm-hmm. going to college. Were you into theater? Did you know that you wanted to be a theater person? Yeah, I had been involved in theater 
throughout middle school and high school and also on the speech team. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, yeah, somewhere along the way decided that I wanted to be an actor when I grew up. Oh. And so, yeah, when it came time to apply for schools, that's what I went for. And Teich is a really good school. You must yeah. have been really happy to be getting there, getting to go there and move to New yeah. York. Was that exciting? Yeah. I, it must uh, have been amazing. It was pretty wild. I um, I remember when I found out, yeah, it was kind of weird finding out because I, yeah, I got a letter. Yeah, before I got an acceptance letter, got a letter saying that I had a, a a partial scholarship. Wow. And so I was actually a little confused. And then, yeah, so I just remember thinking, well, they wouldn't do that if I didn't get it. Anyway, there's some uncertainty. And then when I decided, no, this must mean I got in. I remember putting on Sinatra's New York, New York, and just... uh putting it on this endless loop and I just sang along to it all night. Wow. So, so, um, like when you got to New York, um, everything was just different. Yeah. I moved here the week of the Republican national convention in 2004, um, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, that I'd never seen a Mm -hmm. protest before. I also wasn't very politically aware, but Mm -hmm. certainly moving from Texas it was just weird to see people in public very critical of Bush. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it was just like a... Uh, yeah, I don't think I was really aware that that was even a... Possibility. Yeah, yeah. All right, did your mom believe in Bush or... I think um, I think my, my parents were... Are, uh, more liberal. Um, so who would she have had to vote for? Well, she, she wasn't. She wasn't like that. Yeah. Um. But being from Nigeria, growing mm-hmm. up, I mean, even though you're not born there, that having a night. Did your parents? Um. Did they have like accents, and did they have like? Was there a cultural difference between your parents and other people's parents? I think so. Um, actually, the accents weren't too strong, or I, I don't think they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, though they were definitely, there was definitely something there. Um, yeah, I remember I was in uh, an airport in London once, and I think I heard someone who was like a British Nigerian person, mm-hmm. and it was just funny to hear some of the same sounds, and then all of the sort of American sounds I heard in the household were just British ones. Mm. So it it was just like an interesting, yeah, interesting to hear like the same Nigerian sounds and then (laughs) British sounds. Right, right. Um, Like we do when we talk to like um, people that speak English in other countries or yeah. yeah. So did you feel like an outsider? Yeah. Growing up, were you like an, what was that like in, in school? Yeah, I think there's, uh, it felt like there's a certain difference. Um, did you have friends? Were you like, did it get in your way, or what? Did it matter or not? Or yeah, I don't think it mattered 
too much. Um, yeah, I had some people I hung out with mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, got along with, mm-hmm. um, so that was good. I think, um, yeah, I, well, I don't know how many kids actually do this, but uh, I remember being very, like in elementary school and thinking, uh, I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's just one thing. Um, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there were slight differences that I assume other people didn't have. I, I don't know why I brought but up. But did you get? Thing. Did you have like, um, you know, like you had friends, and did you do well in school and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm guessing you're I, an A student. Come on. Oh uh, well, I I tried to be an yeah, A student. Yeah, you're an A student. I don't know why, mm. but you just I'm like this guy. Scream A. I just did you did you are you did you did you follow rules? Did you stu- or were you maybe self motivated? Study hard. I mean, you're smart. Yeah. Obviously, we know this. But uh, did you uh, study hard? Self motivated. Uh, yeah. I uh, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to a certain extent, I'd say yeah. There's uh, self motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not there all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, there's, I was in a lot of clubs at that age mm. or middle school and high school. Oh, that's healthy. What um, kind of clubs? Yeah. Drama, speech team. I was class president for a few what? years. Yeah. What? Yeah. You were class president. That is so- I don't know why, but that really impresses me. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really hard to get like to be class president um, in that yeah. in school, like in, in a school, school in a school in time. Wow. Yeah. And look, wow. Are you friends from anybody from high school? Yeah, I still have I still have a few friends from those days. Are they like, wow? Look what happened to Ike. Wow, how did he do that? How, That's so how weird. The heck? Let's let's talk let's talk more about Radio Free Brooklyn. What do you say? I Do you uh, want to hear more about Radio Free I Brooklyn? Approve, I approve of it's that. It's such a great station. It is very it, good. It is. It's a great station and you're listening to Dr. Lisa gives a shit. I'm here with Ike and I'm not going to say his full name because I will just embarrass me more than I am already. But um we we love you for listening and um uh, I want to tell you about our after-school teen program that I think you should really help us out with because, you know, we're, this is a nonprofit 501c. We do not make money here at all, but we are doing a lot for our community. And since we got it all worked out, why don't you help us out? So we are partially funded to help this after-school program for our local teenagers. And uh, I'm not going to take you through the details here. I don't care what the radio station thinks. I'm not going to fuck it fuck up this whole show for this so but what you should do is come to, go to our website doc uh, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash after school look into the program and give us you know like we're not asking whatever you can do like we don't you don't have to give us like a lot of money or something but um it's really great we're going to bring radio to uh to 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 young people so that they don't like fuck up you know because that's what could happen. And um, I'm going to go back to Ike because we're having a very interesting, I'm really enjoying, let me just say this, I am enjoying my conversation. 
But I want to play you um, a specific example. In the beginning, we did an intro, a recorded intro of works, Words with Ike. And now I'm going to play you a specific example, um, mostly because Ike's comedy is so original that I can't explain it. And I don't think anyone can actually verbalize. Do you have a hard time explaining it sometimes if people don't have a frame of reference, Ike? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, I haven't, yeah, I still haven't have really down, figured it cause, out. Because yeah. you can't say, well, it's kind of like this guy or that guy. So I'm mm-hmm. going to play this, this one minute uh, example of words with Ike. And the word is drugs, my favorite. Mm. So here we go. There's, uh, there's sports. Also in the newspaper. Oh, sports. Oh, oh, I heard that up. Sports. That happened recently that was so exciting that the story was told in the newspaper. <laughs> is this a good one? No, you're making and faces. Look, you, I fucked I, this up, guys. No, no, we, no. It's, we, uh, is it okay? I, I think it's an okay clip. Um, Let's it's go back. from then. a live show. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not the best. It's not the best. And I had the other one include... Look, folks, you got to deal with me because, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that, uh, we, you know, what do you want? Okay. Uh, and now we can't find it. Um, okay. Ike, help, yeah. help. Will you find oh, yeah. it? We sure. find it. Okay, I'll, you I'll find it. it. And then I, I, and then, um. I can I I will I will pick up I will pick up the pace here why Ike is finding that um here here's some more stuff about what Ike has said about his own work his intention is that the work is disorienting and nonsensical and that it is pleasantly so okay well that'll give you an idea of what we mean and now we have the right thing hooked up because I've gotten my guest to do all the production for me. Thank you, Ike. Anytime. Hi. Welcome to a special edition of Words with Ike. Drugs. It's a word that's being used at an alarming rate all over our country, and I consider it my duty to address it here today. The definition of drugs? A substance which, when introduced into the body, creates a physiological effect. Hi. Today's Words with Ike dealt with a very serious issue. Now, if you or someone you know is suffering from drug use, please don't keep it to yourself. Reach out to a family member or friend or call the number on the screen below. Your life is too precious to waste using the word drugs. That's it. There it is. That wow. Is the episode on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See what I mean, folks? You can't really describe that. Um. Oh. So oh, let's. Another. Is that another one? Yeah. Should it's, I play uh, this one? I. It's it's it's, nerd. it's up to you. Oh, is it nerd? Words with like nerd part two episode eight. Oh, maybe we shouldn't play it. All right, we won't play that one. There's, yeah. there's, tw- how many are there? Twelve? Um, thirteen. Thirteen. I think thirteen. No, either twelve or thirteen. So that's plenty of entertainment for you guys. 
um, just go for it. It's on YouTube. Uh, so let's talk about Buddhism. So mm-hmm. Buddhism is a really, and you know, it's funny because there's all this material about like, and Buddhism really jumped out at me because it was really unexpected. And I was like, oh, that sort of makes sense. And I want to understand why it makes sense. So when did you start um, doing Buddhism or how did you get into Buddhism? Yeah, um, a friend of mine introduced me in 2007, so 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think very, hmm, hmm. Yeah, this will sound very vague, but I think I was looking for some kind of a daily practice of some kind. Or, what what were you what were you, what were you missing or how old were you? Um 20s? Yeah, 20 maybe. Tw- or, oh, very yeah, young. Yeah. Maybe 20 teenage. Were you out of school? No, you no, were I was in college. A, yeah, I was a junior um, uh-huh. and in college. What were you what were you missing, do you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think uh on a play that I was working on at school, we had to do some research or we had like a a reading list and mm-hmm. there's a book there about Zen Buddhism that I read called Zen Mind Beginner's Mind, I think. Um so that was my first kind of introduction to yeah. Buddhism at all. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so it was kind of uh, buzzing mm-hmm. around in my head. Mm-hmm. So you'd had and, a thought about it, right? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I heard about this uh, practice that actually wasn't a meditation per se, but was actually vocally chanting um, mm-hmm. Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. And it was, yeah, a practice sort of geared towards your day-to-day life so Mm -hmm. rather than sort of meditate you keep your eyes open when you chant so rather Mm -hmm. than like sort of meditating and kind of retreating from the world Mm -hmm. um this practice was geared more towards actually in the midst of whatever your life situation is how do you sort of bring forth from within these qualities of Mm -hmm. wisdom courage and compassion um, which so, can be easy when you're maybe away from the day-to-day trials of living. When you're not like listening to people having a big fight at the store that you're waiting online. That happened to me yesterday. But I get uh, it. Like all yeah. the fucking pressure that we're all dealing with every day, day mm-hmm. in, day out. So what kind of, um, like what's the practice like in your life now? Can you... Like, what does it do for you, and what's what is the actual practice of it like, and what yeah. you get from it? Yeah. So basically, uh, the basic kind of rhythm of uh, the practice is, um, for however long makes sense for you, um, you chant in the morning or whenever mm-hmm. morning is for you, mm-hmm. and then you chant again in the evening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess to describe it. Um, yeah, it's, it's as if, and yeah, I guess as you practice more and more, it feels like it is, um, you're 
like getting in rhythm with the deepest aspect of yourself and Mm -hmm. your environment as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not to say that everything, that your life suddenly becomes very easy, Mm -hmm. but um, you're able to bring forth the greatest value from whatever's happening in front of you. So whether, yeah, so if you're going through a difficult time, I feel I'm better able to make it into something that's positive or um, or that something that helps me grow. Um, or if something good happens, I'm able to yeah make value out of that as well. Or better able to. So I'm trying to connect. Okay, so this is just me. Mm-hmm. Um, the most cynical person about all this shit. Yeah. So I'm hearing you talking about chanting, and mm-hmm. I'm talking hearing about the value. So how do you um, connect? How long is the chanting? Is it like 20 minutes, an hour? Do you chant more than twice if you're upset or something? Or yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's up to you. I think the for myself, I generally aim to chant for an hour a day. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes more if I feel I just need it. Or yeah. So I'm guessing there might be a philosophy or a thought process that takes that chanting and then uh, brings it to bring you know translates it into your being out on the planet is that right what what's yeah. that what's that about yeah so i guess the basic philosophy is that each person yeah regardless of who that person is has what's called a buddha nature so that that's not anything sort of supernatural or crazy but do i have a buddha nature you've got it it's right there um i have a buddha look what i got i didn't even do anything this is great i love it thank you yeah thank you thank thank yourself i have it um but yeah it's um um how to say so uh, yeah one's buddha nature is it's another word for yeah courage wisdom whatever the qualities are that make a truly uh fine individual or human being mm-hmm. uh so th- everyone has this so in that mm-hmm. regard everyone is uh equal and also worthy of very deep respect um so mm-hmm. based on that um the yeah the sort of yeah the challenge of living is to and it's a really creative process, I think, is to live in a way that really respects people around you and also yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fundamentally, yeah, all life is very, um, yeah, very precious and uh, very valuable. Is there reading involved with this too? Mm-hmm. Reading and... Yeah, it's a pretty dynamic practice mm-hmm. in that there's sort of the practice practice Mm -hmm. and then there's uh study as well Mm -hmm. um and yeah okay here's something i cannot understand Mm -hmm. i i appreciate i appreciate what you know your your practice and i mean you are definitely the calmest 
person. I feel like I must be irritating to you. That's what I keep oh, thinking. I must be irritating. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not <laughs> okay, at all. okay. So I see that and I believe it. And, you, you know, I see that you can own that. Believe you me, folks. It's the real deal. How do you square that with um, being in a, involved in, like, um, you know, comedy or any uh, artist-type profession that has so much fucked up qualities and people screwing i mean i'm not putting down comedy more than any other field yeah. but it's there it's not based on people being always careers are not made on people being nice to each other all the <laughs> time so ha, you've got to deal with a lot of shit how do you do that how do you deal with like how do you manage when you know somebody you've definitely had people fucking with you yeah. and how do you deal with that in your in your job yeah. in your job in your career in your comedy career yeah. Um, so I think, well, one thing to, or I feel I always need to mention too, at least in this particular mm-hmm. Buddhist practice, I know I'm a very calm person, but yeah, you're basically just encouraged to be whoever you are. So they're very loud Buddhists or talkative Buddhists. Mm, I just okay. happen to be a calm person. Okay. Um, who also happens to practice. So. Okay, I would hate so to let's give not make any fucking that, stereotypes, Lisa. Let's exactly, just yes. not. Thank you. I so want to meet all. a neurotic Buddhist. They're, they're, they're <laughs> out there. They're out there. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I think um, to answer that question, though, um, yeah, I, I think, so in this practice, um, which is also, yeah, it's also a religion, mm-hmm. um, one can... There's a, uh, yeah, a lot of emphasis on how do you create an environment where, uh, people aren't serving a religion, but rather the religion serves the individual person. Mm-hmm. And I think in every sort of area of human endeavor, you can ask a similar question. So how does this, how does, like, I don't know, I'm, I don't know much about science, but how can someone involved in science um yeah do work that helps people so maybe on a very basic level um something yeah science not working for people would be using that knowledge to create nuclear weapons like that would not be something that actually mm-hmm. serves human beings so yeah i think the same exists in art and entertainment too how do you create something that actually respects individuals or works for people and and i wholeheartedly see that your work the work that you make does that no kidding i Mm. mean absolutely but what i'm curious about is like what i can't can't picture Mm. is what do you do when you have like um somebody like another like somebody at a, a club or a venue that's like trying to like fuck with you i mean you've had have that happen no do people never fuck with you come they, on they know not to do they know not <laughs> are they like i can't don't like don't fuck with him yeah. but i mean you know uh, or, yeah, um, or somebody like you know taking a spot or trying to get, i mean don't don't you i mean you must people must have tried to screw with you because yeah i'm i'm sure you're I, in a competitive business it's a very competitive with very world. you know we're yeah i mean yeah or 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 you know what do you do when somebody just tries to like screw you out of something at the supermarket like how do you deal with that 
And yeah. like what I'm saying is you're in a very competitive um, cutthroat business. And there are so many lovely people, but mm. there are also so many people who are not lovely. Mm-hmm. And so how how do you handle it when you're in a situation and you know somebody's trying to take 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 a, put it put themselves over on you? What do you do? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, one person. Yeah, I guess. Uh, you want to give us an example the, without names? Yeah, I. You know the way my mind works. I can't think okay. of anyone specifically or any situation specifically. Um, but I think generally speaking, um, so part of, uh, the philosophy of this practice is that, um, there's this idea of like yourself and your environment being, uh, two, but not two. So, uh, yeah, if you look at yourself and the people in the world that surrounds you on a certain level, they're very distinct entities, but on a different level they're also very intimately related like part of a fabric you mean yeah kind part of, of right. a fabric okay and so from that perspective um if one fundamentally challenges changing their inner state of life mm-hmm. almost uh, if you can imagine i don't know a rod connecting your chest to the environment when you turn left the environment goes mm-hmm. left and you turn to right, it mm-hmm. goes right. So basically, yeah, I, I think it, when you have like a difficult situation with someone, um, it's an opportunity to actually, yeah, kind of do deep work on oneself. Mm. And when you change yourself from within, I think you, also that sounds so, or I don't know. Anyway, yeah, when you change, when you, yeah, work on changing yourself first. Um, I think solutions that didn't occur to you start to occur to you or wow. people just treat you differently or, yeah. So you're really like, this is this is the thing, guys. He's like obviously way more evolved in this way than I than like, I mean, so do you ever get then like, then I can even imagine really. So do you ever get mad? What happened? Do you ever like lose it and get mad? Are you ever like, this is so fucked up. You're fucked up. Mm. Does it, are you, is that a possibility for you even? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely have a, temper but i think you know yeah this is kind of weird. recently i feel like actually actually anger is really great like i'll get very angry if a situation isn't moving forward or i feel mm-hmm. kind of creatively stuck mm-hmm. and so yeah and so when i maybe sit down to chant about a problem it's not like a very I, I think sometimes meditation and stuff can seem like just all peaceful all the time, but it can actually be ver- a very angry experience ah. where just like this has to change. I'm sick of this happening. So your neighbors can tell when you're in a bad mood. They That's can, what they it can is. Tell. I mean, ah, I try not to be too loud. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything? Are you standing? Is there physical? I mean, it's physical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you um Do you move? Is there a physical like dance or, or like physical activity to it? Uh it's just sitting. However mm-hmm. you however's most comfortable to mm-hmm. you in a chair on the floor, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um and mm-hmm. yeah, we um you chant to a 
sort of a, a, a small scroll called a gohonzon that just has many um, uh, many classic Chinese characters mm. on it mm -hmm. um, that kind of represent all the different states of life one can be in. Mm -hmm. From very angry to very happy to very, um, I don't know, other ones too. I think I'm just going to stick with screaming into my pillow as mm. my chanting because, I mean, that's it's just so simple. Then that's what's working for me. But it is kind of interesting, guys. Like, I'm going to have to think about this later. Look this up. This is heavy shit, right? Right? Um, you know, my listeners, they, I don't know if they get it or not, and I don't get it, but we're going to. We're going to go with that. We're going to mm -hmm. go with that. And it is it is genuinely interesting hearing about it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you're very, it's something that has obviously really helped, helped you. And I mean, you're a great example of somebody who's like incredibly prolific, productive, all those things. So it's, it's, do you feel like so. it's helped? It's helped you? Yeah. I mean, it's I, like been a good thing. It, yeah. It's, it's made you very productive. It, you can't make fun of it, really. I mean, yeah, I, a, I am, but I, you really shouldn't. Or oh, I don't want no, to. No. You, you, you feel free to. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you can say anything you like. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh -huh. um, I don't know. I, I, I don't well, think we, of myself okay. as very productive. Okay. That's all. Well, you know <laughs> but, what? We only have a couple minutes oh, left, yes. and I wanted to get to the difference between you and your character. So oh, let's yeah. see if we can fit that in here. For sure. So, um, your character on, on throughout, kind of throughout all of your your performance work is fairly consistent. No. Yeah. yeah. It's a certain. Yeah, I think my yeah, I think it's the a care and it's a character. Yeah. So how. So, and you, you're, some of the stuff's written, but it's really from a real, there's a person. It's mm -hmm. like, so what's that like? Is there a person living with you? Who is that person? Who is that compared to you? Can you t talk about that? Um, yeah. Yeah, let's see. So, I think it's basically, Yeah, I mean, in a certain, yeah, and from, I guess, in a certain sense, the character is just uh, me performing the function of entertaining an audience on a stage. Um, and, yeah, let's see. Yeah, I feel like it's not like I transform or anything mm -hmm. or become like, but this, I think this also just comes from some of my thoughts about acting from school and mm -hmm. that, um, yeah, there was sort of like a feeling or, or, or just, uh, I had a couple of teachers talk about how, um, yeah, when you're acting, it's not like you're someone else. You're just like, just, you're just playing actions and you're, you're just, uh, yeah, I guess the the illusion for, is for the audience. They think mm. that you're someone else, but you are just yourself up there doing things. Mm. Um, so yeah, I feel a persona, or my persona is essentially me doing things in front of people. <laughs> um, and yeah, I feel 
and, and the only reason that I do those particular things is because I am in front of an audience. So in this way, you're just seeing what I do when, for some reason, there's a very large group of people <laughs> sitting in front of me and I have a microphone. Uh, that's, yeah, so it's almost just a function of you're seeing me entertain. So it's sort of like you've just deconstructed entertaining into like the the ridiculousness that it actually sort of is in a way. Yeah, it's. Mean? I mean, it's it's a very peculiar. I mean, it's always existed, I guess, or I assume that people have been getting in front of other people and talking. So when you're up there, are you thinking to yourself at all like how this is this is ridiculous? Look at me, I'm up here and like you know I'm entertaining these people. Is that what? Is that what it? I mean, that's yeah. that's what it feels like to me. Or what I, is it yeah. like? What is that like? I mean, I, I, yeah, as I guess as silly as, or as, yeah, maybe as ridiculous as it is, I also think it's very valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a certain like, yeah. I I mean, having been experienced, having the experience of being in the audience, it is absolutely valuable, mm-hmm. and it's also uplifting and positive and all that for sure. Um. But what are what I mean, a lot of some of the stuff's written, Mm -hmm. but it's all it and the shows are structured. Mm -hmm. But is it kind of like what what are you what do you think? Like what what are you thinking? How am I going to entertain these people? Or like what are you like? What's your thought process, I guess? Yeah, basically, um, I think, yeah. How can I construct the best entertainment for this specific group of people? sitting mm-hmm. in front of me mm-hmm. at this moment mm-hmm. um so yeah whatever i can do to do that as myself i will do <laughs> does that so are you influenced a lot by individual every individual audience like does the audience itself influence your work i think yeah i i think it depends on the show mm-hmm. um but definitely the show that you went to um, Mm -hmm. at Joe's Pub, just the way the architecture of that place um, facilitates Mm -hmm. like uh, a lot of audience engagement. So that in particular, Mm -hmm. I'll try to weave, yeah, weave Mm -hmm. something together Mm -hmm. from the people there. Mm -hmm. But But you have things, but it's not always planned in advance. So you know what? This went so fast Mm -hmm. and um, we're going to have to get off in 29 seconds, but I just wanted to um, say thanks again for listening to Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit every Thursday, live 2 to 3, rebroadcasts Friday, and then um, you can look for me at Dr. Lisa Levy SP. Um, don't forget to download our mobile app, uh, Radio for Brooklyn slash iPhone slash Android, and stick around. Listen to-